This is episode 18 of my special series, The Entrepreneur Alphabet. I created this series so you can understand what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur and therefore make sure you stop being the bottleneck in your business. I share practical A to Z insights across 26 short episodes. Yes, 26 like the number of letters in the alphabet. And in this episode, we cover the letter R for revenue. But first, make sure to subscribe to my podcast so you never miss any new episode of this special series as well as interviews cracking the entrepreneurship code. Revenue is the money generated from normal business operations calculated as the average sales price times the number of units sold. Nowadays, there's a race to get funds from investors, especially in the startup tech scene. I don't consider those as operation revenue. The primary source of revenue is and will always be your customers, not your investors. And if they are, you should listen to this episode. Investments from VCs, angel investors, or other people are incidental revenue. So generating revenue basically comes down to generating sales. It's easy. No sales, no customers, no revenue. I mean, you could have the best product in the world, but if you don't sell it, you will have zero revenue. Unless the sales happen, nothing happens. Without clients, without revenue, you're out of business. This is a quote from Dom, the founder of Unicorn, on interviews, cracking the entrepreneurship code, episode 50. So, the question is, what is selling, really? Last year, I needed an official document to be translated from French to Finnish. I live in Finland, if you didn't know. I received two quotations. Translator 1 sent me an email as follows. Thank you for your message. I work full-time as a translator, and I'm used to do translation work like your request. My fee would be as follows. Translation X euro plus VAT equal X euros. If you need me to mail you the document, I will add the fee for express mailing. And she gave me the fees. I will send you the translated document the day after you accept my offer. And she signed. Translator number two wrote the following. Thank you for your message. The fee will be X euros. That was 40% cheaper than the first offer, by the way. What's your deadline? And sign. Well, there you go. So if you were me, which translator would you have selected? I went for the first offer. Of course, I was tempted by the cheaper code, but it didn't sound as professional as the first one. I assumed that both translators were good, but I felt that translator one would provide a better service. I trusted my gut feelings. I was right. Translator 1 delivered on her promise, and I was very happy for the money I paid. So what's the lesson here? 
I made a purchase purely based on my emotions. And we all do. Every time we buy something, we follow the emotional connections that we create with a product, for instance, being part of the same tribe, or a person like trust, and justify our choice with rational reasons later on, like, oh, my camera on my phone is not good enough. If you don't believe me, answer the following question. How did you select your bank? Take a moment to really think about it, and you will see you made a decision based on how the bank made you feel at the time you chose it. I hear many entrepreneurs saying they're bad salespeople or they're afraid of being too pushy. That's because they're not looking at sales the way they should. They tend to convince their customers about how great their products or services are without first checking if anybody would mind for them. But let me tell you, nobody cares how great your brand is, especially when your products or services look very similar to the many others. Then dropping the price becomes a natural move to sell more, like in the case of Translator 2. The problem with such an approach is that it's a race to the bottom. There will always be someone who's cheaper than you. This is not how you can generate sustainable long-term revenue. Instead, you need to run a race to the top. How? Well, first, you need to realize you're not born a salesperson. You become one. And that's the good news, because you can train yourself. Second, you need to understand what selling is really about. So let me give you the best definition of selling I know of. Selling is a people to people business. I'm not selling, I'm helping. Once I changed my perspective about sales, I realized that helping means understanding what people want and why do they want it and how my service can help them. Sales is about communication and continuous exchange. This is Natalia Rodonovia on episode 41 of Interviews Cracking the Entrepreneurship Code, and she summarizes very well what selling is about. So the biggest mistake you can make is to talk too much about yourself, your company, and your products. But you must remember that it's never about you. It's not about how great you are, but it's about how great your customers and their needs are. Only then you will generate enough revenue to thrive. It's time for a short announcement. Over the years, I've learned three critical things about entrepreneurship. One, being an entrepreneur is a calling. Two, entrepreneurship is a mindset. And three, the biggest risk you face as an entrepreneur is becoming the bottleneck in your business. When you're the bottleneck, you're stuck. And when you're stuck, your business is stuck. So if it happens, you need to A, work on your mindset and make sure it's back into the right place and B, implement specific tactics to get unstuck. In my new ebook, I share eight of those tactics 
which will help you unlock situations and strive as an entrepreneur. Watch out, it's not just another ebook. It's based on hundreds of conversations with entrepreneurs, on my podcast with my clients and peers. It contains 8,055 words over 38 pages. Each tactic comes with a set of practical tips or exercises so you can immediately apply the tactic into your business. Grab your copy of my free ebook, 8 Tactics to Strive as an Entrepreneur, on my website. You will find the link in the show notes. And now let's go back to the episode. As I mentioned, selling is a person-to-person business. I see four implications. Implication number one, technology can't sell for you. So stop hiding behind your desk, your emails, your social media posts and other algorithms. Technology will never replace a great conversation. Behind the computer, on the other side of the funnel, there's one person who decides to click on the purchase button. I've had experiences with SaaS companies where I've never talked to someone. It's all done through emails or web interface. It's so dehumanizing. In the race to scale for the, re- for the sake of scaling up, we neglect consumers. So reach out to people before it's too late. Implication number two, connect at an emotional level, not a product level. Where there are people, there are emotions. We buy on emotions, as I mentioned earlier, and justify our purchase to ourselves with logic. So get out of your technical solution. Change your narrative from we to you. From we do this, so you can enjoy those benefits and we are the best at it or the cheapest. To you want to enjoy those benefits, so we came up with a solution for you. Implication number three, speak less, listen more. Because people love talking about themselves. Make the following simple experience. Ask your friends about something they care about. They won't stop talking about it like I would not stop talking about CrossFit when I am given a chance. So ask more questions, qualitative questions, to better understand how and why your customers do the things they do and listen to the answers. And implication number four, think long term. We are social animals. We crave great relationships. We often make the mistake of thinking that sales is just a one-off. It's not. It's a cycle. It never stops. So the better your relationships with your customers, the higher the chance to sell and to repeat the sale. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed it, I would love to hear what your key takeouts were. Send me your comments by email to contact at laurentnotin.com and I will make sure to reply to you. I will see you in the next episode. In the meantime, remember, stop being the bottleneck in your business. Bye for now.